KCSB FM in Santa Barbara, 91.9. This is Inside Isla Vista. I'm LV Faust with KCSB News. This is the show that shares what's happening in and around Isla Vista and the UC Santa Barbara community. Before we get into our show tonight, which features a close-up look at one of Ivy's oldest businesses, the Ivy Food Co-op, I want to let you know what is happening in Isla Vista right now to promote bicycle safety. The CHP is giving away bike lights in partnership with other community organizations right now in front of Pardo Center in Isla Vista. The CHP says their officers respond to a lot of traffic-related accidents involving bicycles and IV every year, so this is an effort to improve safety for everyone. You can stop by to pick up a bike light out in front of Pardall Center on Pardall Road from now until 7.30 tonight or while supplies last. On tonight's show, I had the opportunity to speak with Lisa Oglesby, the board president of the Isla Vista Co-op, about the store's mission and future plans. Would you mind introducing yourself with your name, pronouns, and your role at the Isla Vista Co-op? Okay, so uh, my name is Lisa Oglesby. It's a weird last name. It's spelled O-G-L-E-S-B-Y. My pronouns are she, her. And I serve on the Isla Vista Food Co-op's governing board of directors, and I'm currently the board president. Awesome. Thank you. And thank you for taking the time to be here. To start off, I think some people may not be familiar with what a co-op is. Do you mm-hmm. mind describing the cooperative business model and what makes it unique? Yeah. So uh, a cooperative business model is unique because it is set up with the intent of mutual benefit and mutual aid to the people who take part in the cooperative and whatever community it's surrounding. The other cooperative that people, especially UCSB students, might be more familiar with is the Santa Barbara Student Housing Co-ops. They have three, oh shoot, maybe four. They have multiple, we'll go with multiple houses in IV um, that are cooperatively led, managed, owned um, by the people who live there. So it removes the property manager, landlord situation and empowers people for housing in their own way. the Violetista Food Cooperative is a consumer cooperative, which means that we are publicly owned by our community. There isn't a third party investor. There isn't an offsite corporation. It's uh, for us and by us. Um, the Isla Vista Food Cooperative is structured so that um, every owner has the same rights and the same responsibilities. So every single owner has the same vote. We all get one vote. Every single owner gets the same sort of benefits and also has the same responsibilities to pay equity, you know, help support the co-op and so forth. A consumer cooperative, really, it can be anything. If you think about a cooperative like a circle, the outer circle is the community of owners that own the co-op. And then the inside of the circle is whatever those owners want to have. So there are community bike shops, uh, cooperative childcare, cooperative farms, cooperative, anything you want it to be. And our particular group of cooperators really wants to have a grocery store. We were started in the early 70s by a bunch of college students, UCSB students who wanted better grocery options. Uh, And they started a buying club And from that buying club, a group of them grew into starting the food cooperative. Um, And we've now celebrated our 51st year. Uh, 
not I'm not sure the year exactly that we moved into our location. Well, that might be 48 year, but 51st year in Isla Vista, which is pretty exciting. Um, some of our original founders still live, still shop at the co-op and live in Isla Vista, which is pretty impressive because they're getting up there. Uh, and in the interim, what we want is to be a community resource and also to expose people to the idea of the cooperative business model, which is an alternative business model that allows individuals to have not just an ownership stake, but an ownership say in how they want businesses to run. And so for our cooperative, uh, we're not a nonprofit. We are typically a low profit because we take the money that we might make and reinvest it either back into our back into our store to keep it running, uh, into our workers with better wages and benefits, back into our community through community support projects, community partnerships. Um, and also sometimes, you know, if we had an, if we had such an excess, uh, which we don't, um, back to our owners. So a cooperative allows people to basically have, you know, a very basic necessity of getting food, right? But outside of a structure of corporate control. Right now, we have just shy of 1,600 active owners. Those are people who have at least $30 invested in the co-op. Uh, and each of them has the ability to run for a seat on the board, serve on committees, vote in elections, take part in our owner benefits, and get to say, I run a grocery store with the rest of the community. Anybody can shop at the co-op, um, and everyone is welcome to join. Um, it's a $30 per year equity payment up to the current limit. The current limit's 150. So once you hit 150 right now, you don't pay any more. And what's nice for students is we have it set at $30 a year and all of the equity payments are fully refundable. So if you were a college student and you were maybe going to be here three more years, you might pay in as much as $90 and you would get that $90 back. It's essentially an equity deposit and we use those funds to help support the co-op. Uh, and really to just get more people involved in the co-op. We want to remove hurdles for people taking part in, co in cooperatives and add in incentives for people to take part in alternative business models that do something to stem the tide against, you know, mega corporations owning everything all the time. Of course, we deal with some mega corporations. We're out there in the world and there's some people that we have to interface with, but um just sort of having the autonomy and ability to have a stake in what you want your community to have access to, um, I think is a really powerful message for the co-op. The products on our shelves are definitely important. We like to provide healthy options for all income levels, but even more important is the business model, which is basically something different. Uh, and in a college town, we find that people are really interested in trying out something different for a while. And a lot of people who go to UCSB and then move to other areas where there are co-ops end up joining those co-ops as well, uh, sort of taking it with them. Yeah. I don't know if I, I'm ending now on a spot. I, I might have covered way too much there. <laughs> no, that was great. Thank you. No, thank you for the explanation. Explanation. That was really clarifying. Congrats on 51 years too. That's I know we're old. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of cooperatives were started in the 70s. Um, it was very much a time when the movement really kicked up. And then 
less so in the 80s, again, a big boom in the 90s. And we're seeing another crop of specifically food consumer cooperatives starting up um, just in the last few years. Um, and it's hard to start a book co-op because you have to build up a lot of interest. You got to get a lot of owners and then you've got to find a building. Yeah. And the, the building is the hardest part. <laughs> Especially in Isla Vista, I could imagine we're housing in yeah, yeah. We've been in our funky old space for a very long time. Um, we have a mortgage on the building. So, you know, we're trying to own the building. Um, it has, it, it's just really expensive to be three blocks from the ocean, as you can imagine, but it's also pretty perfect. I mean, you come and sit on our patio and have a snack and it's a nice little spot. Um, and we also are committed to being an Isla Vista food co-op. I mean, that's what our founders intended. And that's who the majority of our shoppers and supporters are. They are students, residents of Isla Vista. Yeah. And you mentioned owners. Can you tell mm -hmm. me a little bit more about that? Who can be an owner? What does participation look like? And what are the benefits? Yeah. So owner, you can kind of think of owner and member like interchangeably. Um, we typically use the word owner because it's much more powerful than saying I'm a member. You can be a member of Costco, but that just means they let you in the door. doesn't really mean anything else. Um, with a cooperative, when you are an owner, you you have an equal share in the business itself. Um, and for that equal share, you receive a vote. And co-op owners can vote on anything. Uh, but typically, the main thing that we vote on is who serves in our governance on our board. Um, so any co-op owner is welcome to run for a seat on the board or serve on a committee. Um, and then everybody has an opportunity to vote. We believe in the seven cooperative principles. And one of those is member democratic control, which means the people who end up doing governance and having that, that extra layer of responsibility for the co-op are all people who have gained the support of the owners. So our annual calendar sort of looks like in the spring, we ask owners to vote. Um, and then in the fall, we ask them to meet because in the spring we have our elections and in the fall we have our annual owner meeting. Our annual owner meeting is actually Sunday, November 12th. You can RSVP on the co-op website if you are an owner. We will feed you. And we are required to tell all of our fellow owners about the state of their co-op, uh, you know, what plans we have for the future. And, you know, we want to hear from owners as well. Um, so... Being an owner means you pay in to a, an owner equity program, which is $30 per year. Um, you can pay the full, you can pay more than 30 if you wanted, and you can pay the full 150. If you just walk in this door and like, love it. Great. I want to do the full 150. We might give you like a grocery, like a tote bag or something along with it, depending on what the promotion is at that time. Um, but you're only required to pay $30 a year. So once you're into your fifth year of being a co-op owner, you're at the current full share amount. And like I said, if at any point you want to leave the co-op for any reason, you fill out a form and you get all the equity that you paid back. Um, as an owner, you also get, you get to take part in all of the owner benefits and the owner benefits are the same, same access to the same benefits for everyone. We have a loyalty program, which is effectively 1%, um, not cash back, but credit back at the register. And sometimes if you shop the co-op, you'll see a sign that says like five times owner points on cheese. And that means, you know, it's five times the 1%. 
amount. Um, so there are special member only sales. Uh, we have a sandwich punch card and a coffee punch card, digital punch card, of course. We just keep track of it. Um, owners get deeper discounts on uh, buying in doing special orders or buying in bulk buying in like if you wanted to buy something by the case we have a lot of people who they're like look i know i'm gonna drink 12 cans of mate in two weeks so i'm gonna buy a case of it rather than buying them one at a time i'll save you know i think it's 10 or 15 percent off that case price because i'm an owner as long as i have a place on my shelf to put it it's a great deal so we have a lot of owners who do that we also have an opportunity for what we call our business to business program. So if you run a local business and you want to buy things again at that discounted business rate, we do a lot of business with different areas of UCSB. Obviously the biggest one is the AS food bank. And then also like, you know, we do catering from our deli. So it, you know, if you were having a party and you wanted to get a tray of something, you know, we can make that happen. There's also other like long-standing partners of businesses who buy from us, places like Quail Springs, who do these great permaculture projects up in the valley, and just kind of, you know, anybody at all. We are really big on having community partners. So you'll see us a lot with Isla Vista Parks and Rec and with Isla Vista CSD and also UCSB. And, you know, we like to cross-promote. Sometimes we let people come and table on our patio to help get the word out about stuff. Uh, and sometimes we are also at their events, just sort of letting people know about what the opportunities are for Isla Vista. There's a lot of people in Isla Vista who are food insecure. And so we take EBT um, and we make sure that we have a program going called, um, we have a co-op basics program where our markup is a little bit lower on things that are like pantry staples so that anybody in the community could afford it. I mean, if, you know, if you, if you want to get something that's a little fancier, high end, you know, maybe um, a little more of a specialty project product, we have some of those things, but we also have everyday groceries because while we are a natural foods grocer, we really want to be a community grocer. So we try and have a nice mix of stuff on ourselves so that anybody in the community who wanted something could come in and get something that's appropriate and affordable for them. Um, you know, if you want a fair trade chocolate bar or a fair trade banana, we are your place for sure. But if you just need an inexpensive tomato, we're there too. Uh, like, you know, if you need some cheap pasta sauce and some cheap pasta, boy, here we are. And you don't have to truck all the way out to Trader Joe's or somewhere further. The majority of our customers walk or bike or skateboard or scooter um, to the co-op. Uh, so we have a lot of you know, small convenient transactions so that people, you know, they're like shopping multiple times a week. That's how I did it when I was in college. I went to the club like every two or three days. Um, back to your point. So owners are required to do things that help the co-op continue forward in how we are run. And the co-op basically has three legs of a stool of what supports a co-op. Um, one of them is the community, and that's just like people shopping, owner shopping, community shopping, whatever, people taking part in the co-op. Another one is co-op governance, and those are the people who serve on the board of directors. And the third one is our operational team. Um, the board of directors oversees the general manager of the co-op, and we task that operational expert with overseeing everything else in the store. So anything else that goes wrong in the store, the buck stops with the GM and they have to explain to the board why that didn't work. 
um, or why it did, and the ultimate responsibility for the co-op surviving or thriving or what have you is with the owners through the board of directors. So if the board directors continually made a bunch of choices that hurt the co-op, then as you might imagine, the owners might not vote for those people to, to serve on the board again. Um, so there's um, elective, I mean, representative elected democracy through our governance. And we work really well together as a team, um, both the operational side and the board side to try and achieve whatever we can do. We have a great staff. They're amazing. Uh, we love having these, like we have operational experts and we have very enthusiastic young college students and it's a great mix. Um, hopefully when you come to the co-op, someone says hi and is friendly and, you know, everything is functioning the way you need it to function. Yeah, I love that. Thanks for outlining. <laughs> There's so many opportunities that the co-op has, which is really We do, including uh, jobs for college students who want them, who don't want to have to, you know, hoof it somewhere else. Yeah. Are you guys hiring right now or just ongoing? Um, we're sort of are in an ongoing hiring session. I don't really know if we're hiring right now because that's not something that I directly oversee. We always get slower at the end of the year because, I mean, UCSB is out three weeks this year, which is devastating for us. Like we need people who are the people who are in Galita and in, in Isla Vista who are here not just seasonally, you know, because the college student calendar is just very seasonal. We really need those shoppers to come and shop at the co-op when there's less people to help support. Because, I mean, we have to be around every day to provide the service that we want to provide. So we need shoppers, including, you know, on December 21st when Isla Vista is pretty empty. Uh, so we we try and have a, a mix of all of those things. So if if we're not hiring right now, it's probably because we're like slimming down, you know, down to a skeleton crew of what we really, really need to support over the, th and then in January, everything picks right back up again. Um, our busiest months are typically October, uh, January, February, March, April, you know, when everybody's around, people start doing things. Um, we actually, October is cooperative month. Um, so we just finished a ton of outreach activities and our October owner drive to get more people involved in the co-op, let people know that we're here. I mean, there's new students every year. I mean, it's a constant cycle of, you know, some people are graduating and moving away and then there's new people coming in who sometimes even, you know, they've never been to Isla Vista before ever. Um, and so we're trying to find them and say, hey, if you need something, here we are, you know, there's... There's some grocery and IV. It's not, you know, some of it's not that great, but it is here. And, you know, most of the grocery stores, we all kind of work together and identify, you know, like, all right, like we don't all need to be carrying the exact same thing. Uh, you know, we each have different specialties. Um, even us and IV Market, we're good friends with the people who own and run IV Market. And we definitely try and do different stuff. Uh, because we don't really need to be in competition. Yeah, I love that collaboration. That's great. Um, I also want to ask, I've seen just as a community member, a lot of collaborative events with the co-op and other sustainability groups. Mm -hmm. Do you mind just explaining how the system, the food on the shelves, other programs you do um, are sustainable for the Isla Vista community? Yeah, so uh, thank you. 
if you took a look and you did the deep dive on the website, you probably came across what we call our strategic priorities. And the strategic priorities is a set of uh, forward thinking goals and ways of operation that comes from the board. So it comes from the owners and it's given to the operational team of basically, these are the things that we want you to keep in mind when you're making decisions. Um, and sometimes those things are in competition, right? Because one of them is economic feasibility and one of them is environmental stewardship. And sometimes the environmental stewardship option is less affordable, uh, you know, like with some of our packaging in our deli and so forth. But one of our um, one of our strategic priorities is environmental stewardship. We also have community ab advocacy, concern for a community. And through all those things, it informs the kind of community, the kind of store that we want to be, the kind of community hub that we want to be, and how we want to interface with the people who have a chance to take part in the co-op or the people who have not yet taken part. So because we believe we come from a very environmentally minded natural foods, you know, for lack of a better term, like hippie kind of mindset, like those really are our roots. Like those are the folks that started the co-op for sure. Um, even in 2023, all of those things are still relevant and possibly even more so. I mean, there was a time when a place like the co-op was really on the avant-garde of what businesses should be doing for environmental sustainability. And now a lot of other people have caught up and that's great. Um, so we do things, you know, from the really basic stuff, like having a bulk department or, you know, encouraging people to bring their own bags or having boxes outside for people who forget their bags or making sure that the products on our shelves are environmentally feasible kinds of things. I mean, it's, it can be a little bit complicated because you also want to have things that are reasonably affordable for people who need groceries, but also making sure that we have those options where the things that we promote within our store have a net positive environmental effect. Um, we've been, you know, over the last few years, um, we've been trying to reduce the amount of plastic that happens at the co-op. Um, COVID was definitely a setback from that because suddenly everything had to be wrapped in plastic again. Uh, but now we're on the other side on the other side of those things. And so if you look at, for example, the kinds of containers that we have in our deli, um, the kinds of bags that we have in the store, the kinds of options that we have of things for people to buy if they want to have their own sustainable options um, for, you know, we sell uh, little sets of like bamboo knives, little sets of cutlery for people to take and use that instead of doing those things. And that's the kind of stuff where, you know, we're not really solving all of the world's issues with that, but we are giving people an opportunity to do what they can do, um, you know, for the environment. And we are working really hard to support you know, better recycling in Isla Vista. We allow people to bring their compost and leave it in our compost bins. The Isla Vista Compost Collective has been really amazing over the past year. The program has grown like crazy and I'm really hoping that people know about that and take part in it. Like, did you know that they'll pick up your pumpkin and yeah. compost it? I heard they're yeah. having a smash event too. They're having a pumpkin smash yeah. this afternoon. Yeah. So, um, 
when those kinds of things get going, we always make sure that we're standing in solidarity with those programs so that everybody has better access to what these options might be. We really want there to be better recycling in Isla Vista, um, more ways for people to get around that isn't car dependent. Um, and because parking is so terrible, that almost solves itself because people typically do walk. But, you know, we encourage people to come to the co-op by bike, by foot. There's a bus stop across the street. Um, and then also we find community partners who have, you know, a community partner really has to have some sort of overlap in their mission and our mission. And if you look at our strategic priorities, you can probably tell like, oh yeah, these are the places that really make a lot of sense for the co-op to be like a present community partner because we want them to succeed in their missions. I mean, we are a grocery store and we can't do much more beyond being a grocery store because we're not an expert in some other things, but we're here to support the people who are those experts and who are helping make some of the positive changes that we need. Um, so you'll see people from the co-op at community meetings. You'll see the co-op working and supporting community partners. You'll see us sharing information about stuff. Like if you follow the co-op on Instagram, for example, you know, half of the posts are about what we're doing and the other half are, hey, there's here's things that are going on that you might want to know about or that you might um, be interested in just attending or like, hey, fair warning, like this is this seems bad. We should all be concerned about this thing um, because we really believe in outreach and education of, you know, People who are in the community, there's so much going on and everyone's so busy. Sometimes it's really easy to miss things that you might really be interested in taking part in. Uh, and so we try and make that as accessible as possible. That's great. I love it. Thank you so much for all you've shared. For my last question, I just want to ask, what's coming up this month? How can people get involved in the co-op this November? Oh, well, um, if you go to the co-op website, um, you can follow us on Instagram or sign up for our e-news. Um, not a lot of people use Instagram sometimes, but Instagram is the best way to get all of those updates. Um, the events calendar is always on the website. The e-news, you get a coupon in every e-news. We only send it out twice a month. We don't spam you, but there's a coupon in each one and anybody can use it. Um, and if you go to the co-op and you look outside on our bulletin board by the water machine, all of our events are posted there. Um, tomorrow is the first, um, every Saturday in November, we're having something called the Sip and Shop. Um, and tomorrow is the first one and it's gonna have like a local uh, artisan of some kind. Tomorrow's is something called Happy Bug Day Arts and Clothing. The following week is someone who makes ceramics. Um, we have a lot of tastings and things happening on the patio. Uh, just a really, a pretty packed calendar, all things considered, when you think about November, for sure. But yeah, we'd love to have people come by. Um, tell us if you go to the store and there's something you want that we don't have, let us know. Uh, we hope that you like it. We hope that people want to shop and support a community grocer. We love when people join as owners. Uh, I love it when the owners come to the annual meeting, <laughs> which is on the 12th. <laughs> um, and we just want to make sure that people understand that, you know, we are a community resource and we are here to support the community. 
but it's within the circle of mutual aid. So we need people to shop at the co-op in order for us to fund the things that we want to do. It's definitely, you know, as the wheel turns, you know, you help us, we help you, you know, we try and enrich other people's lives so that they can take part in the co-op and the co-op can continue into future generations. I mean, when you think about the era of a college student maybe being here four years and we've been here 50 plus, I mean, that's, what is that? I'm struggling with math now. 12 generations, 13 generations of college students who have come had an opportunity to take part in the co-op. And it's pretty great. Well, thank you, Lisa, for taking the time to speak with me today. And thank you to all of the listeners who tuned in. You've been listening to Inside Isla Vista on KCSB-FM in Santa Barbara. Thanks for tuning in Wednesdays at 5 p.m. to find out what's happening in and around Isla Vista. I'm LV Faust with KCSB News. Our theme music is Siesta by Jawser. This is 91.9 FM KCSB.